welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning as many points for the episode as they can. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can beat my guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest. So let's give a warm welcome back in the hot seat after a long absence. It's Phil Sanford. Phil, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, AJ. So, Phil, what you been up to since the last time we uh, had you strapped in? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> sitting at home for a lot. But um, I don't know, since, uh, since last time, I think it was right when the quarantine started, I think it was when we first, because it was right after I moved to my, my, my new townhouse which we closed on that the day before the North Carolina uh, stay at home was put into place. So yeah, since then I've gotten married, got uh, adopted a dog. I'm been, you know, my, my job, my, my, you know, office closed, my job turned uh, work from home permanently. So, so yeah, this bits. Oh, and, and then I also have really kind of ramped up my uh, running business and ran my 10th marathon about a month ago. Cool. Is that was that was actually in person marathon, or was yeah. this one of those run on a treadmill and and stop after twenty six miles? <laughs> it, was, it was actually in person. It was a uh, I was back in my hometown of uh, Toledo, Ohio, and uh, yeah, it was it was a good good race. It was a uh, fun you know fun time. Actually, you know, ran my fastest ever, so it was a good time. Hopefully, uh, your heart rate will not be uh, taxed as much while you're doing this uh, little trivia game here. Uh, let me explain to you what is going on, Phil. As you are probably aware, it's a brand new season here at Beat My Guest, our eighth season. Believe it or not, eight seasons. And as it's a brand new season, we've got a brand new way of playing the game. So let's kick things off with Beat My Rank. Beat My Rank is our first round. Here's how it's going to work, Phil. I am going to give you three lists of five items. Each of these lists will be presented to you in alphabetical order, so don't try and use any game theory. That is not going to work. I will then ask you one quantitative question about said items. Pick the answer from the list that you think best answers the question posed to you. Get it right? It'll be worth five points. If it comes in second place, you'll get three points. Two points for third. One point per fourth. And Neil point if you pick the last place answer any questions about the format nope uh, that, that's pretty straightforward then with phil being ready let us get him going here with your first list of five items and they are the central african republic chad kenya mali and nigeria and these are central african republic chad kenya mali and Nigeria, that's your list. Here is your question. Which of these five is the largest African nation by area? Always with these lists, there may be an answer that's not on the list that is the largest or the most. Uh, that doesn't matter. You're only picking the largest from the five in this list. Okay, so I know that before the DCR was established, I know Congo was, was the largest, but... Since then, just going through these, just kind of picturing in my mind that, that continent, I, I believe it's either Chad or Mali. It's the largest of these. Um, I know Mali has a little bit of a different kind of shape to it, but I think Chad is just kind of a pretty kind of regular kind of diamond type shape. If, I'm, if, if the country I'm thinking of is Chad. <laughs> so... Um, I think I'm just going to go with with Chad, uh, just with how it's um, how I'm picturing it being cha- shaped, and just the the 
area that that covers. All right. You are going to go with Chad. I hope you haven't hung yourself there. <laughs> Hanging Chad, because that's topical. Uh, <laughs> so what we're going to do here is now we're going to reveal the answers in order from five points down to zero points. See how many points you may or may not have earned for your answer of Chad. The five-point answer is the fifth largest African nation and it is indeed, Chad, five points for you. Well done. Well reasoned there. Uh, you uh, tinker toyed your way into the little uh, hole in the grid and you didn't have to hammer it in or anything like right. that. Nicely done. Let's go over the other answers, though, for those playing along at home. Three points. Eighth overall in Africa is Mali. So you batting with the, the two there that you were tussling your coin toss. Would have earned your points either way. Nicely done. In 14th place and worth two points, Nigeria. 21st worth one point was the Central African Republic. And no points. 24th overall in Africa. Last on our list. Poor, poor Kenya. We're sorry. Didn't mean to do you wrong, Kenya. Well, excellent job. Five points. How are you feeling? You got one under your belt, and you got you got the max answer here. Uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely happy that it was a geography question because you know it, it's something I can I've studied maps for most of my you know childhood and adult life for different purposes, and just uh yeah, can, it can it's something that you can actually picture versus like a literature question that I'd have you know wouldn't even know where to start. Fair enough. Well, I cannot promise you won't get any literature questions, but. Uh, We'll move on to our second list. Is not literature based, which you would have figured out for yourself quickly enough. Here is your second list, starting off with Anne Murray. Then come Bare Naked Ladies, followed up with Michael Bublé, Nickelback, and Rush. Once again, the list Anne Murray, Bare Naked Ladies, Michael Bublé, Nickelback. And Rush, and your quantitative question for this set of five. Which one of these artists have won the most Juno Awards? The most Juno Awards. Talk it out. So I, I'll start out with just a kind of a funny thing from, uh, you know, just a show, you know, when this is being taped down, a recent uh, learnedly question there, you know, Rush was, was referenced, and, and it's funny because my wife, you know, wife plays Learned League now, and she... She's like, she's like, Rush is Canadian. And I said, they're extremely Canadian. Like that's, <laughs> um, so that's just a really funny, funny little, uh, you know, recent, you know, recent, you know, reference to Rush in my own personal life. But, uh, um, I mean, boy, it's, it's, I, I think just because of the, the range of categories that, that, that could be in, I'm going to, I have a narrow down to Anne Murray and Michael Buble. And I think just for longevity sake, I remember Michael Buble, you know, way back when, when I was like end of high school, start of college, you know, right around the same time that the, the hanging chads were, 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 you know, were happening. Uh, so I'm going to actually just go with uh, Michael Buble. Michael Buble. You feeling good about that answer? <laughs> <laughs> Because you see what they did, because he has a song. And, yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, Michael Blaze, is your answer there. We are going to go over again from five down to zero. See how you did. You were talking about recent uh, mentions of this. Uh, Misinformation Pod just recently did a 
episode on Canadian music and all you need to know touched a little bit on the subject of Junos and that, so perhaps that could help a few people out. If you're not listening to Misinformation Pod, please do so. They, Julia and uh, Lauren do a great job with that. Five points with 25 Lifetime Juno Awards. And it goes without saying, but maybe you don't know, that's like the Canadian Grammys, the Juno Awards. So these are all Canadian artists who uh, achieve a lot of note with five points. 25 Junos is the snowbird herself, Anne Murray. Anne Murray, mm-hmm. Canada's darling. Uh, three points would be second on this list. Now's the time to tap your feet and get out your marker and put those accent marks on all those cans of seltzer. That is Michael Buble. Well done for three points. Let's finish out the order for everybody else. Twelve Junos. I bet they don't feel any better about it than I do. Uh, that would be Nickelback. Oof. Gosh. Your very Canadian band of Rush comes in fourth. One point. Ten Junos. And no points if you said the Bare Naked Ladies, who have received nine Junos, so it's not an embarrassment, but uh, they, you know, ever since Steve Page left the group, well, it's just not the same, yeah. I'm sad to say, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe as the boys will get a few Junos down the line. Three points! We're going to add that to the five you had coming into this list. Eight points. Nicely done. Let's move on to our third list and see if we can get you to double digits by the end of the first round. Here is your third list. Starting off with Cabernet Sauvignon, followed up with Chardonnay. And then we have Merlot, Pinot Grigio, and Rosé. Once again, your list is Cabernet Sauvignon, Chardonnay, Merlot, Pinot Grigio, and Rosé. Your quantitative question for this set of five is... We're looking at wines, obviously. Which one had the most United States sales in 2020. Uh, oh, man. I, I mean, all these are pretty pretty popular. Um, you know, if you had asked this question in, like, 1999 with uh, Sideways, you know, Mer- Merlot would have been an easy answer because, of, you know, Paul Giamatti's character has, go- you know, gone on that epic rant about how, you know, nobody should drink Merlot, even though everybody drinks Merlot sort of thing. Rosé Rose kind of... That's kind of a, you know, for me, I, I can, I, I, and I could be going way off track, but I kind of write, wrote, I kind of write that off be, just because it's, it's like a, almost like a sub of, of these. So it's not even like, like they're just a lot of times you just don't even see it, you know, being offered at, at, at places. And it's certainly not in prominent positions on, you know, store shelves or in, um, you know, on wine lists and restaurants. I, I I think that that people really just you know, and this is just you know, this is just just like just me just thinking that people just really kind of just like stick to like the basics, stick to the the historical stuff. So I have down to either Chardonnay or Merlot. Um, I'm going to go with Chardonnay because of it's you know um, just because I just think it's it's there's so many different types of it. There's so many. Yeah, it's 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 you know among the you know among the American wines, I think you know American white wines. Um, I think that's a pretty easy one to you know that I don't know a whole lot about winemaking, but from just seeing how many how many different you know companies have it on shelves, it seems like it's a pretty easy one to to make and and ship out in in the U.S. So I'm going to go with Chardonnay as my as my answer here. All right, Chardonnay is your answer. Once again, let's go over them in order. Coming in number one on the list, worth five points if you say it. That would be Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm, Cab wow. Sab, Gabby Sabby. Uh, number one, 
number two on the list and worth three points. Well, there you go. There's your Chardonnay. Three points for you. Nicely done. Let's finish that list for everybody else. Two points is Pinot Grigio. Only worth one point is your Merlot. So you chose wisely in your coin toss. And no points if you would pick what come in fourth in RuPaul's Grace. That would be Rosé. Rosé is last on the list, but, you know, still a higher spot in our hearts, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so not bad. Three points on that one. We're going to add that three to the eight you had. And now you are in double digits after round one. Phil, you have put 11 points into your personal points pool. How do you feel? Uh, I, I, I feel good that I got, you know, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I'm a little frustrated about the Anne Murray question, but uh, but yeah, and I wasn't even considering it to be a cab, but I'm not a big cab fan myself, so I, you know, maybe that's just a personal bias just creeping in there. So, but we're all feeling good, feeling good. Excellent. Well, uh, now you're going to have a chance to add your score here in the second round, round that I'm calling Mash My Beat. Here's how it works. In this round, you are going to get four mashups also known as before and afters. Uh, first one is going to be worth one point, and each subsequent clue is going to be worth one more point than the last to a maximum of four for clue number four. Now, they may be a little tricky to figure out and potentially could get harder as we go along. So to help you out a bit, I will tell you, there will always be a theme hidden inside each quartet of answers in the round. So once you figure out what that theme is, that may make it easier. Of course, it may make it harder because then you'll be, you know, focusing in on that so much you might not see the forest for the trees. Who knows? That's the whole point of the game is to see what happens. <laughs> also, unlike in previous versions of Beat My Guest, you are only going to have a total of seven minutes to finish this round. There will be a time limit on this round of seven minutes. Whether those are seven minutes in heaven or hell is up to you. Uh, now, you can pass on an answer if you wish. But there is no going back if you do. So if you pass, I will tell you what the answer is. That might, you know, end up helping you in figuring out the theme, perhaps. But, you know, you don't want to get stuck on one for too long. Uh, but once you pass, that is it. Let's put seven minutes on the clock. Your time will start when I finish reading the first clue. Here he goes again on his own. Well, along with the first, the last is everything, and Tawny Katane. Okay, here he goes again on his own, well, along with the first, the last is everything, and Tony Katayan. Um I know White Snake, and obviously the, the late Tony Katayan and her connection to them with the music videos and all. All right, I think I'm going to uh, go with an answer here. I'm going to say Barry White Snake. Barry White Snake is absolutely 100% correct. Well done. You have figured out how this game is played. Let us quickly move on. Clue number two. My, 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 this guy was once bitten, twice named king, and he wasn't shy about calling himself Lord of Asia either. My, 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 this guy was once bitten, twice named king, um, he, and he wasn't shy about calling himself Lord of Asia either. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the band that when I was in college had the epic um tragic tragedy in providence um uh great white um with once bitten twice twice shy so great white um i'd say alexander the great white 
Alexander the Great White is your answer, and you are two for two. Well done. That is 100% correct. Let's move on to clue number three. Actor who portrayed a hitchhiker who suddenly becomes hot, sticky sweet, from his head to his feet. <laughs> Actor who portrayed a hitchhiker suddenly becomes hot, sticky sweet, from his head to his feet. Uh, I, 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 you know, the, the theme here, I'm sure, is, you know, 80s hair bands, but uh, I know I know I saw Death Leopard in concert not, not like seven years ago, maybe. But uh, actor who suddenly became oh, I'm assuming it's somebody who played the Hulk for Hitchhiker. Um, which I'm just not making a connection. Uh, I mean, I can just think like Lou Ferrigno, but that's not um, oh, um, uh, man, I know. Edward Norton, but that doesn't fit into, um, you know, if I'm thinking the Hulk, but I could be way, way off on the Hulk. Um, actually played a hitchhiker. Jeez, played a hitchhiker. Um, how about, I'm just going to take a wild guess just because it's, it matches with, uh, with deaf. Uh, I'm going to say most deaf leopard. Most deaf leopard is the correct answer. Well done. Even though you have no idea why. Nope. Uh, we'll explain it at the end. Okay. And three minutes left for your fourth clue, which is they're not going to take it anymore, even if they're on death row, and get visited by a nun. They're not going to take it anymore, even if they're on death row and get visited by a nun. Um, I mean, it's trying to think. I, I mean, the only thing think of is 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 the name of the nun which it very well could be because that fits in with the band name which is twisted sister so i'm going to say twisted sister helen prejean twisted sister helen prejean and son of a gun stop the clock with still a little over two minutes left that is correct four for four twisted sister helen prejean is the answer that we were looking for uh good job in this round great job in fact perfect getting them all uh, most deaf played Ford Prefect in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie, making him an actor who portrayed a hitchhiker. Uh, that's where you get, but you know, you don't need to know the answers sometimes no, to know no. the answers. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I'm just thinking back to, because I know there have been a bunch of people who played the Hulk and, and I know that the famous scene of him, you know, walking down the road, trying to, you know, hitchhiking, it you know, has come up a few, but it's, it's just been portrayed a lot. And I've, I'm not a big comic book uh, movie person or TV show person. So the only two I could think of were Lou Ferrigno and Edward Norton, which had, you know, knows, and I'm just the kind of, all right, well, what matches deaf and what matches le leopard? And there's nothing really that leopard kind of feeds into. So sometimes uh, it's better to be lucky than good. And uh, I'm sure Mark Buffalo won't be upset that you've slighted him. Ah, uh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. There's a name. There's Bill there's... Bixby. Should we say Bill Bixby? <laughs> Excellent job. Ten points. A perfect ten in round two. We're going to add those ten points to the eleven you already have, and that means that you, in your personal pool of points, you have twenty-one. 21 is a great place to be. Now here's the twist that you weren't expecting because you haven't heard the show before in our new format. It's time for a final round uh, where you, you get an actual chance to earn those points because those points are in your pool. They are not yours keep as of yet. You have to earn them and you're going to do so in our final round, which we call the Unlucky 13. 
here's how it works. I will give you an alphabetized list of 13 items. Then I will give you a category. 10 of these items fit the category. Three of those items are fakes, frauds, wrong answers, traps, if you will. I will ask you to select correct items from the list one at a time, and we'll find out if you're right or if you have fallen prey to a trick. If you can get five answers right before selecting all three fakes, you will lock in half of your points. Get an additional three answers right without getting three fakes, and you will earn all 21 of your points. Now, assuming you get this far, you will then have some decisions to make. You can take one chance at getting the ninth answer correct, and if you're right, you will double your points. Get it wrong, your game is over, and you'll go back down to half. And at that point, if you're still alive, though, you'll get to decide one last time if you want to try and complete the list, copyright Andy Saunders, or if you want to go home where you are. Uh, that one's going to be intense because it's it's all or nothing at that point. You either double your points one more time or you go all the way back down to zero and leave here completely empty-handed. What a waste of an afternoon taping session. Are you all to speed and ready to get going and uh, try to earn these points in the unlucky 13? Uh, yes, yes. I, I think all, I, all that I need to understand from your ex explanation is just, just avoid the, 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 uh, the three dummies. Pretty much. I would, I would make a Sinister Six joke here, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> here, then, are your 13 items. They are as follows. We have Campbell, Chrétien, Clark, Diefenbacher, Harper, Lawrence, McDougal, Martin, Mulroney, Norris, Pearson, Trudeau, and Turner. Those are your items. The category is Canadian Prime Ministers. Canadian Prime Ministers. Look the list over. I'll read it one more time. Campbell, Chrétien, Clark, Diefenbacher, Harper, Lawrence, McDougal, Martin, Mulroney, Norris, Pearson, Trudeau, and Turner. You need to get five to lock in half your points. Go ahead and select your first one now. Uh, first one, I'll just go alphabetically with one I, I know for sure, and that's uh, uh, Jacques Chrétien. Chrétien is your answer, and Chrétien is correct. Well done. One for one. <laughs> uh, number two, what would you like to say? Um... Just the current one, I'd go with uh, Trudeau. Trudeau. Not just current, of course, because Daddy Trudeau, also yep. a correct answer. Hence, no first names, but you are correct. Trudeau, two for two. Move on to number three. Uh, three, I'm, I'm going with this just because I know it's the Toronto Airport. I'm going to go with Pearson. Pearson is your next guess. Pearson is correct. Nicely done. That is three. 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 For three. Two more. And then you will get to your first milestone. Go ahead whenever you are ready. Um, the next one, I can't remember if it was right after Cretien or or right before Trudeau, but I definitely have seen the name. Uh, is, like I said, either right after 
Cretien or Ripe for Trudeau. Um, that's uh, Harper. Harper is your next guess. And Harper is absolutely correct. Well done. And we now move on to your fifth pick. If you get this right, you will lock in half of your 21 points. Please proceed. Okay, I know... Um, well, I'm not going to say too much here. Um, but I, I noticed something with three of these names being similar, but I don't know if they... If they also share with the three, you know, the three of them being connected to something else, if they also share with with the Canadian Prime Minister, so uh, and it's just that's where I'm kind of you throw me a little curveball here, uh, AJ. So I, you know, know, know your your background, so that's why I'm, I'm tending towards like, oh, they just throw these in in particular to, to try to throw throw me off, but. Um, um, I'm going to go with Mulroney next. Mulroney is your guess. And Brian Mulroney was indeed a Prime Minister of Canada. You have gotten five, which means ten and a half points are now yours. Congratulations for ten and a half points. Safe to move on here because no matter what, that is what you're going to be leading with. Even if you get three wrong answers in this next batch. So there's no harm in pursuing that goal. Let's see what your number six is. Um, I'm going to go with Clark. Clark is your answer. And Clark is correct. Well done. Clark is a correct answer. Let us move on. Uh, next one I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Martin. Martin is your next one. Martin is correct. Well done. Seven for seven. You need one more to have earned your twenty-one points. The odds are slightly tipped more in favor of traps than they were when you started. <laughs> so let's see what you can do. Can you avoid traps here? What say ye? We're going to go with McDougal. McDougal is your next answer. And McDougal... It's a trap! I'm sorry, there is no Prime Minister named McDougal. One trap down. Two still out there. Three correct answers still on the board. We've improved your odds. <laughs> See if you can get number eight. All right. Um, we're going to go with Lawrence. Lawrence. It's a trap. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, Phil. Here's the situation. One more answer to get to eight. One trap left. If you get the trap, your game is over. I hope you can choose wisely. Your answers remaining on the board in alphabetical order are Campbell, Diefenbacher, Norris, and Turner. Three of them get you there. One of them does not. What say you? Uh, 
We're going to go with Diefenbacher. Diefenbacher is what you are going with. John Diefenbacher is a correct answer. Congratulations, sir. You have reached level eight. 21 points. All the points that you earned in the personal pool are now belong to you. And now it's decision time. You have three answers left on the board. Two of them are correct. One of them is a trap. You can answer one more if you get it right. You'll double those points all the way up to the magical number of 42. If not, you'll go back to half and your game will be over. Walk away right now with those 21. If you want decisions, decisions, tell me what you want to do. So, so the, these are the three that I left uh, left out there as like my, my three on the bottom because they were um, they're all either NHL or pro hockey related names. Uh, you know, Campbell Cup, the Norris Trophy, and the the Turner Cup. I believe is I'm not sure if it's ever been NHL, but I know that either AHL or I think it's AHL. Um, you know, championship is the Turner Cup, or could be something else, but. So th- these are the three I was thinking with your, with your sports background and and with you know you know the relevance of Canada with with hockey that you're going to just throw in three NHL names or uh, you know pro hockey names just to to throw people off. But but as it turns out, two of these <laughs> names are also you know along with having their names with with hockey um, are also part of uh, are also part of Canada um, or Canadian Prime Minister, I should say. Um, I mean, might as well go for it. It's not like I'm, I'm you know. So I'll, I'll go for, for one more out of these three hockey names. I'm going to uh, guess Turner. Turner is your guess. And Phil. Turner. is john turner a prime minister of canada well done well done your score doubles to 42 points 42 points and now you have one more decision to make (laughs) you're not gonna get out of that easily you can try to complete the list and double your score to 84 or walk away right now with those 42 because if you guess the answer that is the trap you're leaving here with absolutely nothing what say you i think i'm going to keep my keep my uh, uh 42 points and and let the two nhl names uh you know you know the coin flip between the two i'm going to leave the coin on the table so uh, just take my take my 42 and walk away that's probably a, a good decision there. Uh, 42 points. Nicely done. 42. You know, while we're not really playing for anything here, we are going to uh, post a leaderboard as we go and, you know, see where you sit uh, in terms of your relation to everybody else. So maybe that's going to be encouragement for people to try and beat their friends. Who knows <laughs> what's going to inspire people. But 42 points. A very nice game. Uh, if if he had had to lean between Campbell and Norris, which one would have you have selected? Um, man, it really would have been coin flipped. Um, if I had to go one or the other, I'll probably say Norris. Norris would have been your pick. So it's a very good 
thing that you didn't go forward because Kim Campbell was the prime minister right before Jean Chrétien, so you would have gone out of here with zero, so you nicely names, yeah. So good job, good job. Well, thank you so much for playing, Phil. Uh, before I ask you to leave the hot seats with your 42 points intact, is there anything you want to say, share with our audience before you leave? The floor, as they say, belongs to you. Um, thank you very much, AJ, for kind of coming back with the uh, with the new format. I think this is a fun, you know, fun, quick hitting game with some, you know, definitely a really good variety. Um, in my opinion, of the three rounds, just very. Very good variety, very good just, you know, making you think a little bit outside of what we usually do with just like regular ask questions and write down an answer. This is, this is definitely a little, you know, put, put some thought into it, you know, think of some, you know, because there are def definitely some outside factors for each, each of these rounds. So this is, this is fun and, and, um, no, just uh, just looking forward to you know you know getting you know as things start opening up, just having people in trivia in person again, and you know all all of our friends who have you know been reliant, including you, AJ, who who have uh, some some games you know in person games, you know hoping to to all, all my friends who have that to fall into uh, fall back into the, the regular business and, and get that you know, going again. I think it's just you know. Trivia in person, there's just really nothing, you know, nothing really that, that can beat it in our, you know, in the in our little niche of the world. Indeed, except of course for podcasts, which are the best way to listen to trivia. No, I kid. I kid. <laughs> no, well said. Uh, I hope uh, to be able to get back out there, uh, meet all the people I used to meet with on a regular basis. It's so much right. good uh, to do that. But even if we only meet virtually or uh, through through the audio medium, as long as we're having a good time. And I hope you've had a good time. You may now leave the hot seat. Uh, thank you. It has been a pleasure, Phil. Uh, we will see the rest of you next week with a brand new guest in our hot seat for another new episode of Beat My Guest. Until then, everybody, thank you for listening. Take care and bye-bye. Did you beat our guest or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Facebook at Beat My Guest, the fam's hot seat. If you'd like to help contribute to the cause and help make more episodes possible, we ain't going to say no to that. Find us at patreon.com slash beatmyguest. And if you liked what you heard, spread the word. This has absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production.